When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chair Shot Reality coming into the summer months. It is great summer vacation. Sun is out. Josh Eisenberg is ready for the tan in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I am Justin LeVar here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Late summer finally coming around. And uh, Josh, speaking about coming around, that rumor keeps coming around every so many months, ever since uh, he was excommunicated several years ago. That is the immortal Hulk Hogan. The latest report, it seems like we've heard this report before, but supposedly it's even closer now than ever, is TMZ uh, Sports saying that Hulk Hogan and WWE are in talks, they're getting closer to finding uh, some reconciliation, uh, continuing uh, to work together after, of course, Hogan um, you know, uh, let go by the company, uh, erased from the history books in some regards after uh, the racist comments from a video years ago at Surface. Uh, WWE does have a new statement out uh, saying, quote, WWE applauds the work Hulk Hogan is doing with Boys and Girls Clubs of America to turn what was a negative into positive by helping young people learn from his mistakes. While he has taken many steps in the right direction since we parted ways, Hogan is not currently under contract to WWE. Uh, is there anything here? Does this matter? Um, I don't know if it matters for the long term um, in terms of what we're going to see on television each week. You know, there could be a potential that maybe Hulk Hogan comes back into some authority figure. You know, nobody wants to see a Hulk Hogan match anymore. I don't think anybody wants to see anything more than what he did at WrestleMania 30. Popping up, having a little bit of a pop with the crowd, getting the you know, the energy excited in an arena. But I think what's even more interesting is WWE just announced that they're looking to trademark the Great American Bash and bring that back up. What better time than to reintroduce Hulk Hogan to the WWE Universe than a WWE Network special with the Great American Bash? I mean, you've seen so many things that they've done uh, outside of WrestleManias and outside of the Royal Rumble and SummerSlam they're expanding now. Yes, those are always going to be big three pay-per-views, but you want to bring people to maybe June and July pay-per-views or an August special before SummerSlam. What better way than to reintroduce Hulk Hogan for that, potentially put him into some sort of storyline, nothing too complex, because I don't know if Hulk Hogan can do the travel that needs to be there every single week as an authority figure on Raw or SmackDown Live. But I really do think that it's time for Hulk Hogan to come back. And like I said, a little bit of Hogan is never a bad thing, but sometimes too much is where Hogan gets himself in trouble. The racist remarks he made, obviously negative remarks, bad remarks. Uh, there's, there's, you can't make really any excuse for him in terms of, oh, he didn't know he was being filmed and privacy, etc. Uh, it, it, it's, it's even, there's even been a greater heightened sense of sensitivity to racist comments and, and racism in general in the last four to five years in the United States of America with all the things that have gone on uh, you know, in Missouri and Baltimore, Charleston, all the different uh, unfortunate incidents. So uh, even more so than ever, uh, people have you know, higher sensitivity. Th- that being said, Hulk Hogan, we all know, I think we all knew inevitably he's eventually going to go back and work with WWE. And I know that there's people that are rolling their eyes saying, oh, here's two white guys, what do they know about racism? Uh, which I, you know, what can we say to that? Other than, you know, we're not, we're not uh, accepting the comments, but we are just accepting the reality, which is um, things always, you know, time heals all, or at least uh, yeah. pe- people like to think time heals all. 
Somebody always just comes along and does something stupider, dumber, takes the headlines. Um, yeah. You know, so Hulk Hogan's going to return. You know, it's, it's up to him personally to make amends uh, with those who he may have offended, who, who he have to work with. But looking at the big picture, as you said, you know, talking about Great American Bash being trademark, big picture, we keep hearing WWE is shopping those uh, television rights out. We keep hearing Fox Sports could be the next, yeah. big, next big player to come in and take WWE away from NBC Universal. And again... Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulk Hogan would not be the first athlete or entertainer to say something stupid. Uh, so Fox Sports... It happens every day, Justin. Right, you look on Twitter, right. every it, single minute there's something stupid from somebody, whether yeah. it's so, you know whether it's um, celebrities or porn stars or, or politicians or whatever you may say. I mean, obviously the, the, the comments that Hogan made years and years ago are bad. I don't think it reflects on how he really feels about one race on one off-colored comment. I just, you know... It's a tricky situation. He should have been punished for it. He has been punished. When is the right time to move on? I think the right time to move on is four years later. You know, it's he's in a way paid his dues. He's trying to mend his bridges. He's not gotten in trouble. He's fought lawsuits. He's won lawsuits. So I just think overall, put it all together. It's time for them and everybody to just say, I'm sorry. You know, he even him coming out and apologizing, you know, and maybe not necessarily going into a five, ten minute spiel. But even doing a backstage interview, not in front of the WWE Universe, but maybe something on WWE.com after he signs, you know, trying to say sorry, trying to put everything aside. It's going, like you said, time heals all. And I think that's what this has done with Hulk Hogan. Well, I'll take it one step bigger. I, I think that, you know, WWE is beyond just having to manufacture their own interview for the WWE Network or backstage with Michael Cole, as good as Michael Cole might be. <laughs> WWE is becoming, uh, is becoming more and more affiliated partners with the ESPNs, with the Fox Sportses. So I, I think it would very much, as we are yeah. playing uh, public relations here for a minute, it would be very much under WWE's uh, authority to set Hulk Hogan up for a sit-down interview with somebody prominent in the journalism mm. entertainment world on one of the major networks and let him do the uh, the the apology interview, the, the come-clean interview, and help segue that into positive PR for him being back with the company as an ambassador, as an on-air authority figure, whatever they decide to make him be. But yeah. I certainly think where, where there is smoke, there is fire. Uh, and that we're hearing these rumors, and, and that he's it, it's inevitable probably before the end of the calendar year. That's my question. When was it going to be? I think it's going to be in the next three or four months you'll see Hogan back on television some, some way. Absolutely. we got more to talk about. Josh Eisenberg 4 on Twitter, at Justin Labar. Let us know what you think about Hulk Hogan, yay or nay, brother. Coming up, we got Backlash predictions. WrestleRumble.com, play it, went up to $500. We're going to talk about some of the big matches at Backlash and who we think is going to walk out a winner. Don't go anywhere. It's Chair Shot Reality on Wrestling Inc. Think you're as smart as WWE Creative? Think you're better than WWE Creative? I know a lot of you do. Go on to WrestleRumble.com. Make your predictions. Who's going to win? Every single question is worth a certain amount of points. Those who get the top amount of points win the money. First prize, $500, all the way down to fifth place for $50. It's a lot of fun. It's going to make watching Backlash that much more enjoyable. Justin Labar here in Pittsburgh. Josh Eisenberg, four, down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You are on WrestlingInc.com's YouTube channel and social media. We appreciate it. And Josh, I'm making backlash predictions. Uh, it is the first joint pay-per-view as they are branding it as the uh, they are back once again, putting all the rosters together. And one of the big matches is a cross-promotion match, even though it wasn't that when it started. But because of the shakeup, mm-hmm. we have Samoa Joe, who is now on SmackDown, up against Roman Reigns, who is on Monday Night Raw. No title on the line here. Um, what, what really is at stake? 
bragging rights, and it's not even the pay-per-view bragging rights, Justin. Uh, I hate it. These guys have fought so many times. I think WWE knew three weeks ago how everything was going to play out with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns that they decided to do a safe bet match at Backlash. There's nothing really important here. But then you think about it, Roman Reigns continues to lose, continues to fall. Is this a storyline like they did with John Cena years ago, building, you know, tearing him all the way down to the fact that he's losing the guys like Big Show and John Laurinaitis? Now they're maybe trying to build, you know, Roman Reigns back up in six or seven months for another run at a World Championship match at WrestleMania. I hope that's not the case. I don't think Roman Reigns is in that situation in his career where he needs that. I do think Roman Reigns should be Universal Champion right now. But I think Samoa Joe needs to win this match, Justin. I think there's more for Samoa Joe to prove and to accomplish if he picks up a clean pinfall victory over Roman Reigns, uses that to catapult himself into the top heel spot on SmackDown Live, along with Shinsuke Nakamura, and compete with the likes of AJ Styles. I just fear that it won't happen, and it will be Roman Reigns, because that's what we've gotten time and time and time again when it's Roman Reigns versus anybody else besides Brock Lesnar. In storyline, it's bragging rights that are at stake. You're correct, but if we look at the, if we look at reality, if we look at outside the storylines, uh, th- th- this could be a huge uh, indicator for us of where WWE is moving forward with Roman Reigns. I mean, you said it. We, we've seen him lose to Brock Lesnar countless times. Um, you know, we, we it's just they have not put the title back on Roman Reigns, and there's something to be said there. They have decided to keep the title on a guy who is a draw, but who is not there all the time, and of course is very vocal that he's going to go do some UFC fighting. So. Uh, the fact they have not put the title on Roman Reigns is, is interesting. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with all the people that are like, oh, Roman, Roman's terrible, blah blah blah. He's not terrible, but I do think that at some point we do have to acknowledge that maybe a change is needed, especially now more than ever when you can make a change and you have the insurance policy that is the babyface that in Braun that is Braun Strowman. So um, I, I agree that Samojo should get a win, but I think it's going to be a Roman Reigns. I do think Roman Reigns is going to get this victory. Yeah. I, I don't, I just don't see WWE when they sit down uh, to make a decision going, okay, we're going to have Roman lose one more time. Uh, one now, more time, now, yeah. now, now, I'm sure they'll try to find a protected way to end this match so Samoa Joe looks as, as, as tough as possible. But I think, I think if you're making your prediction on Russell Rumble, I think you've got to go with Roman Reigns as a win. And, and I think, um, yeah, Roman Reigns is, I think, the, the odds-on favorite here. If, I, if WWE really wants to protect Samoa Joe, and I don't know if they do, okay, they should because – I think he's the best heel they have right now. I mean, the guy's excellent on the mic. He's a fantastic performer. Um, he's one of the guys in the ring that is physical yet athletic to the point where he can compete with the likes of AJ Styles and not lose a step. He can compete with you know faster guys in the past, like you know like a Ziggler or even like 220 pound guys. So I want to see Samoa Joe be protected here. The one way that they could do that is somehow, some way, either a no contest or a disqualification. If this match is not ending the night, you can easily do that in the pit, in the crowd, which I will be a part of, won't be as pissed off because you have four or five other matches or three other matches after this that could really savor the night. So, And especially with Roman Reigns, I mean, look at the controversial finish at the Greatest Royal Rumble. You know, people were saying, wow, that was a, pro- a pretty cool spear and the controversial ending, you know, there was a mixed, ma- a mixed bag of emotions. I thought that was perfect. That's exactly what you needed to do there. So why not do it again with Samoa Joe if you feel that Samoa Joe is valuable? I'm just not sure they think he's as valuable as Roman Reigns. Yeah, you know, going back to the finish of the Greatest Royal Rumble, you know, you and I really haven't got to talk about that, that Greatest mm-hmm. Royal Rumble event. And, and it's funny, you know, they're, they're, uh, even WWE is acknowledging basically it was a botched ending and they end up calling the audible, having the referee tweet um, his explanation. <laughs> I think it was kind of a blessing in disguise. I think the controversy or the vagueness of that finish made it that much better and made it that much made, they made it that much safer for both Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and their character sure. protection. I, I 
I would have. I'd like to see what how WWE really scripted out for it to finish because I don't think it would have turned out as well as it ultimately did. Absolutely, and it was a lot better than the Styles Nakamura finish, which a lot of people were just like, "Oh, here we go again." And you knew that was going to just be something a placeholder for something to happen in two weeks of backlash. Sure, sure. Well, a few other uh, quick matches we can talk about uh, in this uh, segment, Josh. Uh, we have Carmella. Obviously, she finally cashed in her money in the bank. She is SmackDown. F A B U L O U S. Very good. You like that? I did. It's good. Uh, we have Carmella now, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, defending up against Charlotte. And meanwhile, you have all these other Asuka, all these other women Gosh. that are well, like, what is going on? This is the ultimate cluster cluck here. I really don't like the fact that Asuka is teaming with the woman who broke her streak less than a month ago. I mean, what kind? Of, you know, she has no balls, obviously. But I mean, where's the guts? Where's the backbone with Asuka? Why isn't Asuka pissed off and angry and trying to do something to cause Charlotte Flair to fall from grace? You know, her losing the championship obviously is one thing, but Asuka wasn't involved in that. Becky wasn't involved in that. If you really want this match to be uh, important, you give Carmella the victory. I don't think Charlotte wins it yet. It would be the worst. Well, maybe not the worst. So Damian Sandow and other Money in the Banks are coming to mind. Mr. Ken... Anyway. Bite your so, tongue. Uh, but I, <laughs> I am going to bite my tongue. But I do think that Carmella needs to win this. She's not going to be... She's not going to win any match, in my opinion, clean. She doesn't need to. She's never won anything clean in her life, and that's the beauty of her gimmick. I'm excited to actually see the, to, to see the technicality in the bell-to-bell wrestling that Carmella has because, like she pointed out, she hasn't had a singles pay-per-view match since December of 2016. Yeah, and I think Carmella, you know, we, while we haven't seen those single matches, I, obviously she's been putting the work in, I'm sure, on, on or I know, on live events, uh, and I'm yep. sure extra time at the Performance Center training. So, yeah, I will be excited to see how it comes off. Back to the teaming thing, I agree with you on that. It, it, it's no, it's no like, better. What's going on? It, well, it's no better than Braun Strowman, who a month earlier opted mm. to have a 10-year-old as his partner at WrestleMania, but now he's fist-bumping and high-fiving with Roman Reigns, who he dumped ambulances on and everything, and, and, and Bobby <laughs> yeah. Lashley. So I, I don't know why all of a sudden everybody's kumbaya. But, hey, it's joint pay-per-view. Everybody has to work together. I guess that's the thing. Um, Best that's... of both worlds, Justin. Best okay. of both worlds. You and me, chocolate and vanilla. Naturally. Uh, another match to look at is Seth Rollins up against The Miz. Another one here who, because they are on separate brands, um, yeah, I mean, again, will be a fantastic match to watch belt to bell, but what what are you really expecting out of uh, predictability in this? Yeah, not much. I mean, Seth Rollins it has been on fire, and it's funny because every three or four months you'll see Seth Rollins just hit another level of excellent matches. Um, Storylines don't need to be extremely in-depth and scripted with a lot of details like it was whenever he turned his back on the shield. He just goes out there and performs and does one hell of a job. I love a lot of what Seth Rollins does with The Miz. I think he makes The Miz look even better than The Miz is. Um, you know, whether it's the DDT that he really sells when The Miz uses it or whether it's clotheslines in the corner that The Miz's offense can somewhat seem vanilla look that much better. That's why I'm excited to see this. 12 to 15 minutes. Keep it in that nice sweet spot. A little fast. Seth Rollins picks up the victory. And I think The Miz goes on, you know, on to SmackDown Live and really continues to build the feud with Daniel Bryan. I think that as we'll talk about a little bit later, could be a match that is one of the main main events of SummerSlam. WrestleRumble.com, go on and make your predictions. Went up to $500, or if you finish in fifth place, $50, and I think some of the other uh, places you at least get uh, some free entry moving forward and some of the other pick So a lot of fun. WrestleRumble.com, follow Josh on Twitter. He will be there in New Jersey for Backlash, so we can get whatever feedback and, uh, and, and live look in from him on his social media, at Justin Labar, at CS Reality. Hit us up, share, comment, do what you got to do. It's Wrestling Inc. we got one more video coming up talking more about Backlash, including the WWE Championship. Could we be seeing a title change? I think so.
WrestlingInc.com, Share Shot Rally. That is where we are living now. You can check us out all over WrestlingInc.com's YouTube channel or social media. Of course, you can also follow our individual social medias at CS Reality, at Josh Eisenberg4, at Justin Lamar. Make a more. And you know it's the summer, Justin. I know it's the summer. Do we have no ties on? That's the We're key. Out, out of the studio. That's the key. Can we wear Hawaiian shirts next week. What do you think about that? Hawaiian shirts and cigars. Mac, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Madden has a trademark. We can't do the Hawaiian shirts. Damn it! Of course. <laughs> uh, WrestleRumble.com. Go on and uh, have fun uh, making your backlash predictions. You could win up to five hundred dollars. So if you're going to watch backlash anyways, you might as well have some money at stake and make it that much more fun to follow along. Uh, one of the matches, Josh. I'm uh, maybe the match I'm most looking forward to because I'm a big fan of both of these guys, and both of them have been out of the ring for various amounts of time. Uh, Big Cass has been out for eight months, returning for injury. And, of course, Daniel Bryan, uh, who just returned not long ago after three years of being out due to a medical disqualification. Uh, They've hopped into this feud, very simple, old-school, big man pushing the bully around. Uh, I think it works well. Um, And I I think this is a great opportunity to get Big Cass a win. Daniel Bryan does not need it. Daniel Bryan... Uh, has a, has the long term goal of the Miz, who so easily the Miz could could find himself as a, just a simple distraction. Even if you know they've they've done a great job holding the Miz and Dana Bryan away from each other <clears throat> since uh, uh, Miz got drafted or over there and, and Bryan's return. So even just as simple as the Miz's music playing would be enough to get Dana Bryan's attention because he wants to get his hands on the Miz. So that could be just enough yeah. for for Cass to get a, a heel win, and I think that'd be big for his career right now. I get the fact that they wanted Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass to get more heat on Big Cass. Um, but the weird thing is when Cass left, he wasn't getting good heat. You know, he was getting, God, this guy's boring. He looks generic. And it could have been because he was teaming or he was uh, you know, feuding with his former team at Enzo Amore. So this match to me will tell me everything I need to know about the future of Big Cass. And you might say, wow, just one match, Josh? You really think one match is going to tell you everything you need to know? Yeah, because if he can keep up with Daniel Bryan, the crowd's going to like him. They could still hate his character, but they can at least appreciate him in the ring. We're not sure what Big Cass can really do in the ring. We've seen a couple of big chops, clotheslines, boots, how you doing, this you know, empire elbow, all that um, stuff with Enzo. But can you name one match with Enzo and Cass or just Cass that's been memorable? Because I can't. Um, not memorable in the sense of, yeah, for, for anything that Cass has done. Like knowing that, okay, this guy can really go. I'm no. not sure I've seen that yet. I need to see that to appreciate him. No, I, I appreciate what he's done on the mic right now, but I've not appreciated anything else. I would agree as a whole we have, and I've, I, you know, I think we've seen little glimpses of Cass, and just the fact that he's a big man that can uh, move around is always a, always a plus. So, uh, yeah, putting it all together, and then of course he was going to have the best dancing partner possible. Dan, you know, if, if if you can't look good, against, sure. if you can't look good against Dan O'Brien, then I, you know, that's that's a that's a huge problem for you. Yeah, moving forward. So yeah, this will be a lot. Uh, this will be a very telling match indeed for both men. But I think this is a great, <clears throat> again, a great opportunity uh, for Cass to get a victory here. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of big versus little, Justin, the Rob Women's Championship. I mean, very similar kind of statures mm. and uh, the very small underdog against the giant Nia Jax defending her championship against Alexa Bliss. Is there any way that Alexa retains? Because I really don't think she does. And I was surprised how uh, long the match was at WrestleMania. I thought it was maybe under going to be under four or five minutes. It ended up being about seven or eight. Um, I see this match being very similar to what it was at WrestleMania. I just we I like both, but both don't work well together for a long term feud inside the ring. Yeah, I, I don't see any way Alexa Bliss takes the title back. It's going to stay on Nia Jax. She seems to be uh, where they're committed to right now. Um, she has a good thing going. She has some uh, momentum with, as a baby face with the crowd. I like the story they're telling, a kind of mm-hmm. um, you know body shaming and, 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 and bullying the, the, the bigger person here. I, I think there's just a lot of relatability to it. I think it's, it's, it's a story that people can relate to, and the crowd's reacting to it. I, will be, I, I don't even know if we're going to get a full match here. I'll be, I'll be interested, again, because there's so many females... So many moving pieces 
in both women's divisions, but all in Raw especially, uh, I could see Alexa Bliss trying to have somebody try to fight her battles, and they could try to draw this out, especially if if some of the rumors have been true and Bliss has not been in the ring uh, due to some kind of injury that she might have been dealing with. So if they want to protect that or she's not quite ready to uh, perform at Alexa Bliss level, they could. Uh, this, this could turn into a little bit of a, of a goofy kind of, I have somebody fighting for me in substitution. Yeah. I, I don't know. Or somewhat like a not a gimmicky, but a little like a, a funny type match where she's running around, she's yeah. trying to avoid Nia Jax, things like that. But yeah, you're right. It's gonna be very interesting to see how this match pans out. And if you're not binge watching here on the Wrestling Inc. YouTube channel, you didn't you didn't hear what Labar said to end the last segment. He was saying that there could be a new world champion to to end backlash, or maybe just you know AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. I I want to know what you're talking about here, Justin. Well, look, I mean Nakamura um, as a heel. I think is, is, is I think it's worked well. Granted, it's only been a month, but I think the no speak English, the sarcasm, the low. I mean, there's nothing dirtier. The looks, the looks absolutely, the facial expressions, but there's nothing dirtier that you can do other than a low blow. You know, guys can guys can pull the rope. Guys can uh, you know whatever. But but when you low blow somebody, when you hit another man in the nuts, there's no more dastardly thing. And he's making that. I know. That that's been his secret weapon. So <clears throat> I think I think it's working. I think uh, AJ Styles is, is is almost untouchable right now. Like you could, you know, I mean, AJ Styles is a guy who 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 went round and round with a James Ellsworth. AJ Styles is so well respected and proven that nothing could really harm him. And yeah. I think that right now it's working with Nakamura. So how it makes so much sense not only to get Nakamura the rub with that title, and and it, but also you have Gallows and Anderson over there on SmackDown. And if those guys were to come out, and right now they're on the babyface side of things, but if they were to come out, you think they're going to help AJ Styles, but they in fact. Uh, don't, and it's a no-DQ match, and they align with Nakamura, now all of a sudden you have a faction for Nakamura to lead, you have two guys who can help on the mic with them, and you have three guys who can now go back and forth with AJ Styles, uh, drawing some things out uh, over the summertime. Yeah, I think um, if you really want to uh, reap the benefits of Styles and Nakamura, that's a good way to go. Spoiler alert, it's not going to happen. You know, um, Gallows and Anderson aren't going to be in New Jersey. There you go. There's your little tip. Um, but I do think Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles Private is a jets. good opportunity. You think so? Okay. I mean, we've been fooled before, Justin. If Matt Hardy can lie to you, I think my man Carl can lie to me. So I'm just going to say. But anyway. Hardy didn't lie to me. He just didn't tell you. No, I saw him in Pittsburgh and he got his medical testing. I did know. Did you know? I did. You well, know everything. Well, plus we, had, well, plus we had him a week later for IWC, so we had to know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to get into it, okay? I'm going to eat crow on that one. But the question that I want to ask you is not necessarily who wins this match, because I do think you can see Shinsuke Nakamura winning and becoming champion. But where did it go with WWE creative? Where was the deciding factor to turn Shinsuke Nakamura heel? Was it simply because AJ Styles can potentially never be a heel again where they needed somebody to feud with him? Like, I'm curious to see from WrestleMania, that huge reaction. They knew he was going to get a great reaction and a great response at WrestleMania. What changed where they said, hmm, this is where we need to turn him heel? Because Nakamura can be the number one babyface in NXT because the NXT crowd... Um, well, you, you can be the number one babyface just on simple work rate and just by the um, the legacy that Nakamura had dating back into New Japan. But on Raw and SmackDown, you need to be able to talk people in the building. You could be a C-level performer in the ring, but you need to be able to talk people in the building in order to be in the title picture and to be in the main event. And Nakamura just doesn't have that talk people in the building as a babyface, at least. Now, you put him as a heel, and then along with the facial expressions, along with the mystique of being the artist, um, you know, hit, broken English or, or 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 less, you know, less speaking. It can, it can work as a top heel. Now, if he ever wants to be a top babyface again, there probably have to be some adjustments to it. But this, at least right now, 
is better than him just being relegated to mid-card or, or, or uh, nothing. So this keeps him in the top picture. This keeps him uh, doing what he does best, which is, uh, which is wrestling. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, we're, and again, AJ Styles. I mean, you know, AJ Styles, who can play a great heel, again, he's solidified himself. He's at that point now where he's almost, he's almost just so damn good, nobody wants to boo him for any which way. Yeah, so. yeah I agree. One of the things that I do love about the idea that you were saying of Gallows and Anderson getting involved um, both of those guys, I mean, you know, you have a great connection with Gallows. He's a big, physical, strong guy. Anderson's in the best shape of his life. He's under 200 pounds. Have you seen, I mean, you've seen him working his ass off in the ring whenever he gets that opportunity and outside of the ring. These guys are too good and they have that background with both men where if they would turn on AJ, you still would be like, okay, I understand why they did that. It wouldn't be something out of the blue, thin air. It'd be, ah, okay. They were also boys with Nakamura. There's something there. So it puts a story together more than just trying to script something and throw it in to see if the crowd would like it because in the back of a lot of the crowd's minds, they would already understand and already know it. So at the end of the day, I'm all for that. I think I'm all for progression with a lot of their SmackDown guys. And the next step for Nakamura has to be world champion. If he loses at WrestleMania, if he doesn't win at the Greatest Royal Rumble, if he doesn't win at Backlash, what happens? What do you do? Nothing. You can't do anything because that's three straight losses against AJ Styles. And Styles knows that. Styles is a pro, like you said. Styles knows that Nakamura needs the title right now more than AJ Styles. Well, and I'll do you one more on booking here. Even if even if Gallows and Anderson aren't physically going to end up being in Jersey, uh, it, it's not out of the question still to try to make this work, if, even if they want to milk this out. I mean, from the point of AJ Styles being attacked backstage prior to his match, so he's not at 100%. Uh, or, or even anything that, that I, I could easily see them. If, I mean, because Nakamura and Styles aren't going anywhere. <clears throat> but this is already going to be the yeah. third. This is already going to be the third televised match in a month after Mania and the Greatest Royal Rumble. So um, this could be their best, by the way. This will be their best match. It, it could be, uh, but again, it's third. Yeah. It's third televised one in a month. Uh, all three for the title. So if this is going to continue being a thing between these two, they're going to need to bring other elements into it. We're already in the yep. no DQ territory, so bringing two other guys in who do a turn and form a faction, again, even if it doesn't happen at Backlash, whether it's something they carry over on the SmackDown on Tuesday or in a future week, I still think that if you have Gallows and Anderson on SmackDown, uh, they even said it to me, WrestleMania Week, uh, on an interview that's on my podcast, that they feel like they're in a little bit of a rut. This would certainly take them out of that rut sure. and put them back into a prominent uh, booking position. WrestleRumble.com, go on and make your predictions. Who do you think is going to win and lose? You can win up to $500. Follow along at Josh Eisenberg Forrest. He'll be in New Jersey for Backlash Sunday night. At Justin Labar, make sure you like, comment, share the video, do what you got to do. We'll be back next week. It is CSR on Wrestling Inc.